The game after work. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G. Sage Williams. On a Tuesday evening. I call it evening after 5 o'clock. Is that fair? Yeah. No, I agree. No. <laughs> after 7. After 7? Yeah. It's not 5. That's mid. That's late afternoon. Hey, I see Troy. you. Troy. Did you get a new phone? Um, Yeah, I did a few weeks ago, yeah. I finally got an iPhone. You switched over to iPhone. Do you like it? I love it. I will never go back. I really love the live picture thing. Like when you take a picture and it takes like a few seconds before. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. With little, little, it's awesome to see. Like it's just amazing. I love it. I love it so bad. Um, but, yeah, uh, shout out to Androids. Loved them for years, but got to go, baby. Black Friday 2017, I want to guess, is when I made the official switch. Whoa. Because old Walmart was having a big old sale. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got it. Let's try this out. Let's try it out. And I did. And usually with my Android, and I've had multiple of them until this 2017 Black Friday, they never lasted more than two years. Mm-hmm. My first iPhone, and I've had only two, and it's been four and a half years. Yeah, this last one, the first one I had, lasted over three years. Wow. And the only reason I had to get a new one is because I dropped mine and didn't have a case on it and pretty much just mm. shattered it. Yeah. So it was time to get a new one. Plus, the uh, there's like this little toggle switch right here. They can switch it from ringer to silent or whatever. Incredible. And it, it stopped working. So Big Steve, oh. he put a button on my screen, so I just poke it, and it turns it to silent or ringer. Wow. But now I got both working, and I need to, you know, probably dish the, you know, the, the button. Man, don't need it anymore. Steve coming through. But that was a big move. And first, like, my, I've been talk, trying to talk my parents into switching from their crappy Androids to uh, iPhone. And they're like, oh, iPhone, that's like the caviar of cell phones. I don't need it. It's too fancy. I'm like, it's really not, though. Yeah. It, uh, to me, iPhones are also a lot easier to use and navigate. They are easy to navigate. If my daughter, who's one, can do it, you can do it. And now Troy will stick up for Androids. Troy, go. What? It just happens to be what I use. Um, Same. I kind (laughs) of just didn't, I didn't go, I'll never use an iPhone again. I just kind of used it. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've just broken Androids in a very, like, creative ways. Does anybody over across the glass have uh, Androids or you got iPhones over there? iPhone. Well, I mean, they're, on iPhone. On. they're young. They're like, yeah, they're Android. hip. They're hip. Well, they got the cool things. I had a slide phone until I was a sophomore in college. A slide phone. Yes. Is that the one where you like you push up on the screen and yep. you got the keyboard? And yeah, I, I had, had a slide phone. And it yeah. was a touchscreen slide phone. It was like a weird, fancy slide phone i don't know why um, but i had a slide phone until i was a sophomore in college and then we finally got on to like an, a plan that included iphones and that's been it ever a since touchscreen slide phone that sounds like something they had on star trek <laughs> my dad actually still is utilizing a flip phone now that's cool man i think that's Which cool. i don't know if it's was cool. a step up because up until that point my dad had not had a cell phone in his possession he my grandparents like, my grandparents my grandma passed, but to this day, my grandpa they have never had a cell phone, mm-hmm. ever. So uh, let me tell you, speaking of old people and cell phones, trying to convince my grandparents to drop their home phone for just yeah. a cell phone was one of the biggest battles ever. I thought we needed to come 
like you, a lawyer prepares for a case in court. You need to have exhibit A, B, C. They were like, shut the phone. What do you mean? Like, that's like, shut the water You off. freaked me out for a second because you started, <laughs> shut the, and oh, then I heard no. F. Oh, I was no, like, no. oh, my God. Yeah, I'm about to let it rip on K-Man. You know, I really, I, I, my mom and I have had this discussion about my grandfather and the fact that when you realize all of the technology he saw. Oh, man. Because. Well, the growth of technology the, in, in, was in around such for all a, of it. In such a short period of time. And he was ready to learn how to use email. He was dabbling in utilizing email. That's wild, man. He, good God. He was like, I'll try it. What is, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing, man. Yep. That's amazing. Well, so it's funny because my parents, I'm like, I'm always like, just the other day, we were out to lunch. And I was like, so like, Dad, do you ever listen to the sports show? He's like, no, we don't get K-Man up there, all the way up there in Morganville. I'm like, ding dong, you can listen online. He's like, well, I'm not used to all these internet things. <laughs> I always bring up C. Clyde Jones uh-huh. because C. Clyde, he's about to turn 100, and he is amazing yeah. with social media. Yeah. He is way better mm-hmm. than I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, there's no excuses. No. If C. Clyde Jones can go out there and just – be amazing on social media should be earning money he's so good at it he's good and you can't figure out how to use wi-fi (laughs) you just plug it in basically it's not even like back in the day you did have to work for it to get to the internet you had to have the dial up and everything but now it's literally just plug the thing into the thing and you get you're online it's too easy dad come on I like give them a hard time though because I know they're so far behind, but they they're trying. Like, it wasn't very long ago they just started texting. <laughs> like I'm talking a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Texting. My mom has moved from texting now to emojis, but she uses the wrong ones. Like the a face where you're like, you're like angry. She thinks that one's like really smiley. <laughs> so she'll send like, hey, make sure you text us when you get home. Arr! Three of them. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not talking What's to you. What's wrong? What's going on? Yeah, this lady is angry. She doesn't get it, but she's trying. She's oh, trying. Internet, texting, emojis, it's all too much. The big news of the day, K-State, I'm looking at the tweet right now, as a matter, or a tweet of the picture that was put on Instagram by Desi Sills, and that is his commitment to the Cats. That was later on, or earlier this afternoon, between noon and five, of when he announced his commitment, and it was a day prior that the Cats signal was released by head coach Jerome Ting at K-State Basketball, and he has his next commitment, his sixth, yeah. seventh total for the class of 2022 and i gotta say he is now my most excited player he has passed naquan tomlin as the most exciting addition to this class naquan tomlin juco kid chipola college mariana florida who was the number seven prospect out of the juco ranks still a solid addition averaging 14 points he led the team shot 52 percent from the floor as a small forward who can launch the three-pointer as well However, the reason I put Sills ahead of him when it comes to the excitement level is because he has played so much basketball at the big-time level. Three years at Arkansas, one year at Arkansas State, nearly played at Auburn, but um, academic issues came into play. 
but he scored 12.5 points a, a year, a game last year for the Red Wolves. And even at uh, even at Auburn, he had two seasons uh, at Auburn where he scored seven points or more per ball game, except his three-point shooting numbers have gone down in his career, but his shooting numbers overall have stayed steady from the field at around 43 44%. He will go and rebound for you. As a matter of fact, his latest year, three rebounds a game, that was by far his best. His turnover numbers went up a little bit this past season. Need to correct those issues. But his steal numbers, his defensive skill has gotten better throughout his career. I love the compliment he is going to give Marquise Noel on the defensive side of the basketball, playing the one and the two position. He needs to get into the gym. He needs to work on his shot. Coach Jerome Tang and company are going to work on that because he is going to be a starter. As of right now, I would chalk him in as a starter. Yes. That's where he's at right now. You can't deny that experience. You can't deny that defensive skill. So this is a great addition, and this is an addition these coaches were needing. We're past, well, he has potential. He was a great high school recruit. He could do some nice things. We already know he has potential. We already know he can do some nice things. It is past that with Desi Sills. We move on to what we expect from him because he has already laid the groundwork. He has the basement. He has a pretty high ceiling. And that ceiling can be pretty exciting for what he can do. Can he do it on a consistent basis? I hope so. Throughout his career, I wouldn't say he has been consistently amazing, but he's had his games, but he's going to give you 100%. He is aggressive. He is a glue guy. This is the addition the Cats have been looking for. Now they need to go find another Desi Sills. Mm. Somebody else, maybe uh, taller. I would say go after somebody that's maybe a little bit taller. He's 6'2". You probably need another three. Definitely another guard. Um, to add to this roster that definitely, I mean, there's still four spots left. This is the seventh edition for Coach Tang when it comes to the class of 2022. You add uh, Marquise Noel and Ish Masood, so the roster is growing. But Coach did say he needs four guys that can play, start and play 30 minutes a game. To me, you have like two and a half. Marquise Noel, Desi Sills, who... Only one season. Well, let's let's round up. We'll say two seasons. He has played 30 minutes a game. This last year with the Red Wolves, his sophomore year, where he was second team preseason All-SEC, where he played 31 minutes a game. So he can play those kind of minutes. But he's going to start. Coach Tang still needs at least one more guy. The, the half is Ish Masood, where he has dabbled with the 30 minutes a game. He has reached the 30 minutes a game, though, when he is hitting shots and when they need him to play last year. For, uh, for Bruce Weber. Now, who I feel like could be the starting lineup right now for this team, Desi Sills is there, Marquise Noel is there. To me, it's actually really easy right now. It's really easy to pick out the starting lineup. Naquan Tomlin, the small forward who's 6'8", he would play as the, um, I, w- I suppose, put him at the three, put Ishmael at the four, and then um, Jarrell Colbert. I mean, he's the only center on the team right now, so... He would be the five. So when I read off those names, it's not too bad. But you still need some more guys. They, I, I know the coaches would love another guard, probably like another center too. You only have the one, right? Add another guy that can play athletically and truly solely at the five. Definitely need that addition as well. 
you got to have another definitely rotation guy because Cam Carter's the only other guard, right? Like And Dorian Finister, but Cam Carter's the transfer. Dorian yeah. Finister is a freshman. Freshman. The three-star kid who averaged 13 points a game in high school. Not unheard of for someone like that to make the jump, but still, you'd like to have a more cushion, I guess. And that's the tough part about building this roster is that you know, you're looking to have to fill so many holes from last year that you don't have a lot of cushion to be able to maneuver. That's, that's right. You're like, a swing and a miss hurts really bad, especially right now, mm-hmm. uh, which wh- whatever's left, you know, you really have to, to hit on whoever you grab now. Hopefully, this Sills guy, he looks cool. And I mean, a lot of, po- <laughs> a lot of points, but I hope he works out big time for it. We need him. Ian has tweeted at all of us. He says, I love my iPhone, but they need to get on the flip phone bandwagon or I might switch back to Android. The flip phone. Okay, mustache. <laughs> okay, listen, mustache. If you really want a flip phone, there are still companies that make them. Uh-huh. I hear they don't work that well. But while you're at it, go and get you that clip. Uh-huh. Wear your belt. Put the clip on the side of those jorts. Clip your ah, phone to that, uh-huh. and we'll see what bandwagons we're jumping on then. That's right. We, we shall see the utility, like, Batman belt. Oh, my God. I, what The flip I, – I want to go back to this switch what, – what did you call it? The, the slide phone? Yeah, slide touch phone. Touch phone? Okay. That was something they came out, and they were like, listen, we really, really need to get in on the slide, but what if we make it a touchscreen, too? How did it still work after all those years? Um, I had a few different ones because it kept breaking. Yeah. Because what, what ended up happening, yeah, the screen would break. I'd have to figure out how to navigate it without the touchscreen, which was impossible for the longest time. Yeah. And no, yeah, this, the touchscreen, not a good decision. And they were like $30 phones, so <laughs> yeah. they're not going to work that well. <laughs> See, oh, I, I just like I have a a cheaper iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of modeled over like the original, but it's obvi- it's different, obviously. Right. Um, it doesn't have like the headphone jack or anything in it, but it's small enough. I could just slide it into my pocket. You barely notice it. Those flip phones, they're like putting mini bricks in your front pocket. It looks ridiculous. And remember, they were called. Um, and I don't like having to hit the five button. Four times yeah. for an L. It was weird. Like the they were they were called uh, two ways. Hit me on the two way, and they have that old music video Kelly Rowland and Nelly where she's texting somebody on a slide phone in like uh, Microsoft. Like what's the one with the rows and columns? Excel. She's having to yes. type in Excel, and that is like back in the day. It was difficult to text, man. It was so hard. Excuse me. You have to hit the five three times Ah, for an L. I almost hit it. I almost got it right. L-O-L. That took me 13 minutes. Oh, God. Back in the day. Bring back the Nextels. You want a Nextel? Never had one of those. The chirp. Yeah. You got choice right here. <laughs> Can you give me back oh, nights I and weekends? F- I forgot about there. There are still like uh, I'm pretty sure like arena security still uses oh, something yeah. like that. Oh yeah, it is really it, it was efficient. It is efficient and it works like a charm. It really does. But it's just I, I haven't heard that in a long time, man. And that was big, man. Walkie talkies used to be so cool. I used to run with a crew that had CB radios in their trucks Oof. or cars. Whoa. 
I'm just a f- the CB radio. You're one step closer to Candy Cane. Oh, Candy Cane. Where are you going? I'm just, we were just messing around, mister. Yeah, me too. You remember that movie? <laughs> I don't. Oh, you don't remember? Oh, my God. What is it? These kids are messing around on the CB. Stranger Things? No, no. I can't remember what it's called. But they're messing around on the CB on the highway. And they this trucker, he talks back to him and he's like, Hello. He's got a real deep voice, so they pretend to be this girl named Candy Cane. And he keeps going after him. He's like, Candy Cane. And he's like running them off the road and like killing their dog or something. Joyride. Joyride. Wow. Don't you It gets a 74 on Rotten Tomatoes. Dude, it's scary. Plus, I don't want to put one of those antennas on my vehicle that's like 75 feet long. This looks weird. Shout out to Paul Walker. He was in that movie. More of the game coming up right after this. Seven eight five five three seven thirteen fifty is our number. If you want to call into the show, this will be your last chance to get in. As we've been talking today about Desi Sills, he is the newest addition to the K-State men's basketball team. He has commitment number six for Coach Tang and the coaching staff. Still don't know if he ever came on campus or anything. He just looked at some pics, looked at our social media accounts, and was like, yeah, I'll go. That sounds cool. He saw the BTF, the basketball training facility. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty nice BTF. You know what's funny is that was – we just played Space Hog in the meantime. Uh, that was his nickname in Arkansas. Was it really? No. Gotcha! Hey! Pretty good by me. Man, Troy D. loved that joke. He loved it so much he couldn't take his eyes off of Hangover 2. That's playing here in the studio. It is really. Like, I forgot how good that movie is because I've been it's sneaking right. some peaks. Yeah, I... Uh, well, yeah. FX action here in the studio today. They call uh, Desi um, Hangover 2. That's his nickname. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not because he drinks, but because he makes you feel bad when you guard him. You know Does what he have I'm a saying? pet monkey? Well... No, that's illegal in Arkansas, but in Kansas, totally legal. And and he's avoided the Mike Tyson face tattoo. Yeah, yeah. But he does dye a little bit of it. Have you seen pictures? He's got a little patch. And he's on, not a stripper. And, <laughs> la, 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 la. That we know. No, he's not. He's a great basketball player and a student athlete. Can't wait to get him on campus. I'm pumped. Uh, the 6'2 guard who has four years of college basketball experience using his last year of eligibility to uh, join up with the Cats. Nice. Nine on the team, four spots remaining. It would be amazing if the coaching staff got on a roll. I know the, the August August was brought up to hopefully have the um, the roster complete. I mean, still finding four more guys is going to be pretty tough to get done. It could be done, but I know they have the goal of 10, but they still want more guys to fill that criteria of play every day, start every day, 30 minutes of contest, scoring double figures. You need at least one more. Two would be amazing at this point. Do you guys see – okay, so um, NBA Finals, Game 5 was last night. Golden State with the win are now one win away from winning the NBA Finals, winning the championship. Steph Curry – Mm-hmm. Cooking. Proving he doesn't need Kevin Durant to win a championship. Yeah, he's amazing. Proving he doesn't have to hit a three to win a championship. <laughs> yeah. Proving his wife can cook. 
seen it. <laughs> it's going around Twitter that she can't, and he wore that shirt to the press conference that she can cook, in fact. Oh, well, I'm glad he addressed those rumors. Yeah, he's cool. Uh-huh. He's really cool. But did you guys hear Clay Thompson was banned from attending Warriors games for the rest of his life? Wait, what? Is that too much? What's that? Injured too much. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's actually a, a fake it's Clay an Thompson thing. But this know? is a funny story. A fake Clay Thompson. He goes by the uh, the Twitter handle uh, Big Dawes TV. I've seen him before on social media. He does like these trivia games. Give you a trivia question. He might give you like a PS4. Wow. If you get it right, it's crazy. But he looks exactly like Clay Thompson. <laughs> so last night for Game Five. He was banned from the arena because 10 minutes before the game, he's taking warm-up shots on the court. But I don't remember what the arena is called. It used to be the Oracle, but whatever it is now. No, no, this is the new Chase place. credit card. Oh, is it this new, is the, downtown, the new arena? Yeah. Okay, so it is downtown. I don't think it really matters, but you understand what I'm saying. Like It's Chase, right? It's Chase mm-hmm, Credit yeah. Card Arena mm-hmm, or something yeah. like that. But anyway, so he's taking these warm-up shots, but they find out. He worked his way through five levels of security to get in there, not using the pedestrian entrance. Oh, boy. He works his way in. He never said he was Clay Thompson. He never used that name. Works to another level of security. Works to another one, gets into the actual arena, and now he's in the tunnel. Works through a couple more levels of security. He is on the floor as Clay Thompson. <laughs> it, he got five shots off. Got the basketball, took another shot, got the basketball, took another shot. Five shots up before anybody realized <laughs> that he is not Clay Thompson. You know, like, I understand banning him, but then again, it's like, you're the one who didn't see him. So that, Come on. So here is his argument, and this is where I bring it to court, because I'm leaning in his favor. Yeah. Because in the letter that the Warriors gave him, banning him for life from Warriors and their G League team games... <laughs> is because they said that he was trespassing. Mm-hmm. That he broke through levels of security and was trespassing. But they let him in. Right. It was the security that was fooled. And he is bringing the argument that technically he did not trespass. I think technically and legally, he's right. I, the, the I'm, just, I'm just thinking through here what they if they if it was an actual trespass, why wouldn't you pursue police involvement? Well, they don't really have a leg to stand on there. Because you can't call the court and the stadium two different places, right? Like the the court is inside the building. So could you say the court is one thing? And the f- actual arena is a whole different ballgame. Because, yes, we let you in the arena, but it's still illegal to get on the court. You can't get there. I mean, when you really break it down, at the end of the day, I mean, the the, the Warriors can say, hey, sure, any fan is not allowed on the court. Yes. I mean, I think the argument now, he got in the arena. Yes, he didn't come in the traditional way they let him in. But once you're actually out on the court – like, it goes for any fan. It doesn't matter. I mean, they could easily argue, well, we didn't let him. Like, if he has video evidence, that is one thing, which I'm guessing he probably did video it because he yeah. has a YouTube, a popular YouTube channel he and said, social media. And, in fact, said last evening at a point that the full video will be up. 
the Warriors, I'm sure, will argue, well, it goes for anybody. It doesn't matter if security was fooled or not. Nobody is allowed on that floor unless you are a player. Or if you have tickets that say you are on. You still can't step onto the court. Across. Right. The right. sideline or the inline, right. the baseline, you still can't step over and, and walk on the court. No. And I wonder if he didn't have a ticket, how did he get in? Did he do nope. the old uh, ladder thing? He had two tickets, uh, 10000 bucks total. Ten grand. Yeah. And he's not getting reimbursed oh, for that either. No. Yeah. His comment his comment was, was it worth worth it to lose 10K on tickets and be banned for life? Duh. Absolutely. Yeah. I was an NBA player for 10 minutes, bro. And all the, I mean, the exposure that Big Dog TV got. I mean, come on, man. Big Dawes TV. I just wonder if he tried, he, he tried to get back in with the old ladder trick. If you walk in with a ladder somewhere, people just immediately let you in the door. Well, it's yeah, amazing. that was that. Um, there's been many people on social media or put these YouTube videos together of like sneaking into the Super Bowl. Yeah. They've tried disguises, plumbers, security, or whatever. That usually never works. But what typically does is like using fake credentials. That is oh, yeah. that is that's happened multiple times for multiple events. That if you just get an image of the credential, you're probably getting you're in. in. And that's why I like getting to a K State game. Depending on the person, they might check your credential, but they'll check the back of it right. to see if the correct like they won't read it, but like the correct wording if it looks right, then they'll let you in. Right. They they have people checking you. He. Uh... He doesn't look all that much like Clay Thompson. Well, so he he shaved the beard and he just had the small goatee and he got a haircut like Clay Thompson. He looks if, like Paige Stoyakovich right there. He has he has gone into Warriors games looking like Clay Thompson before and he is a spitting image so funny. of Clay Thompson. It's so funny. That guy, what a great idea, man. What a fantastic idea. He says he's not talking to any news organizations. Don't want to make this a bigger deal than it is. The Chase Center has every right to ban me. I get it. No hard feelings. Had fun doing it. Hmm. Okay. If Big Dawes TV's cool with it, then, I mean, nah. I guess. You know. The lifetime ban won't stick. Nah. Plus, nah. he can. Th- that's the thing about arenas. And when they ban people, how are they going to know next season if he's there or not? I mean, I guess technically if he was to get caught, yeah, he would be trespassing. Really he would be bad. arrested. Yeah. That's bad news. But I don't think he wouldn't get caught. The only thing is, like, now they're like anybody that looks like <laughs> Clay Thompson. Anybody that will, everybody that checks you from the minute you hit the front all the way down to your seats, they're going to be watching people that look like Clay Thompson. Is that that kid? Is that that kid? See, DG, if you got kicked out of a K State football game and you were banned for life, I think if you cut your hair, mm-hmm. cut your, you know, trim your beard, and maybe wear a T-shirt instead of a polo. They would. Be. You're golden. You would get into every game. They'd forget about you. They hand you the paperwork and say, "Don't come back." You you can come back. It, 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 it and I think that happened anywhere. Anybody can get away with that. I got okay. So this is gonna. I I'm gonna spill the beans. They give every. Uh, they give every uh, security guard polaroids. Polaroids of uh, every person not allowed in and. Well, I got I got kicked out of Aggieville for a year. I got in a, what? I, yeah, I got in a fight in Aggieville. How did how did that, that work possible? with you being employed in Aggieville? No, I this was before this was How old were you? I was 22. <laughs> so I had I was before I became a bartender and after I was a bouncer, I got in a fight with a bouncer. And I got arrested 
I, I got in big trouble, big trouble, the worst trouble I've ever been in my life. And they, part of my thing was I couldn't go to Aggieville for a year. <laughs> and so I would try to sneak in sometimes and they would be like, get out of here. So no. but were you trying to sneak into the same bars? No. The, no. the Aggieville mafia wouldn't let you in? Well, that was when they had the cops that would walk up and down the, the like up and down Aggieville every night. And but again, th- how do how do they how can they ban you? How do they operate a ban in essentially like you couldn't go to a restaurant? No. Yeah, after I anybody that's what I the Aggieville go, I couldn't go to Aggieville after nine p.m. If I went to Aggieville like during the day, nine, and, like, you yeah, had a curfew. I definitely had a curfew. But my thing, the the thing that hurt the, was the worst for me was I went to high school with the guy that was the Aggieville police officer. So he's like, "I'll bust you. It's my job. Oh, if boy. I see you, I'm gonna." I'm I gonna thought we you. were friends. Uh huh. He said, "No, we built a gun rack and shop together. That's, Why are you doing this he to goes, me?" Listen, ain't no friends out here, boy. I'll bust you. And so I had to stay away for a year, but I did. Then he got his baton out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, God, I sorry. But I'll tell you what, I did get to enjoy Finn's Pub, shout out to them, and Bobby T's, R.I.P., and also, also R.C. McGraw's. I had a fun time, but it was just everybody would like hang out with me, and then you'd be like, about 11-ish, you'd be like, all right, we're going to go. Well, we got asked a big question. We didn't even cover this. Why was there a fight in the first place? What was there an argument? Was it about a girl? There was a lot of uh, water under that bridge. There were many different things that happened, but the reason there was a fight is because I was drunk. That's the. That's <laughs> so the you reason. started it. Oh no no no! Well, <laughs> I certainly ended it. That's for sure. But because I, I, I've been around you when you've had a few pops, you don't seem like that kind of person. I'm not an angry. Dr- no, um, no, I'm not. No, 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 no. This was. Hey, this guy's talking about you, and I had had it with this person, oh, okay. and I said I'm gonna. I went over there, and push came to shove, and I yeah, I got I got I got in trouble, big time trouble. Got banned from Aggieville. A year ban in one Aggieville. year, three hundred sixty five days. As a twenty two year old guy in Manhattan, that was a death sentence, basically. Was that your first offense? Yes. Yes. Man. Yeah. That's a tough, tough ruling on a first offense. I was new to the game. But the way that the thing read, the way that the police report read, it sounded like I just randomly walked up to someone and hit him. And I go, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I go, we, me and this guy got a lot of beef. And the judge is like, what did you say? And I was like, I'll, I'll shut up. I, yeah, no problem. And so, yeah, they handed down. The gavel came down. Did it really? Oh, yeah. He hit the gavel. And I was like, damn, they really do that? And yeah, banned for a whole year. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> Did you get any other punishment, or was that it? I had, had to pay uh, a fine. I had to pay a fine. Yeah. Um, and I thought I was going to have to pay for that guy too, um, like the victim or whatever. But the, he never showed up. Oh, he didn't show up to court. Interesting. So they were like, yeah, and uh, yeah, I got in a lot of trouble. The worst was that. <laughs> You got to say it. The worst was that Tell the world. at the time, I, I, I had uh, my lease had ended and I was waiting. I had to wait a month for my next lease. So for that <laughs> 30 days, for no, it was 25 days I was at my mom's and they arrested me at my mom's house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, the cops are here. 
you know, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm so embarrassed. And I was like, Mom, it's okay. You know, they're not going to take – and she's like, I don't care. She's like, the neighbors are going to – oh, my God. It was awful. They're going to think of a terrible 25 – I had a 25-day window and couldn't – I couldn't keep it clean. Couldn't keep it clean. But now you're 24 and you're doing much better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm on probation and my uh, year ban from Aggieville, I'm good to go. No, I, I was a dumb 21, 22-year-old. I was really reckless. <laughs> Super dumb. Sage, let's take a quick break. We'll get to a number one song and ask us anything next. From 1976, Silly Love Songs by Wings. Five weeks at number one. Only five. I thought that was a lot. For the 70s? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there was a new song every week almost. And Wings. Underrated or overrated, do you think? Underrated. I was going to say over. Under because there are there are plenty of wing songs that you'd su- be surprised at that they were a wing song. that they were a wing song and, and well you like live and let die that's a pretty awesome song mm-hmm. I'll give them that hmm. rock band that formed in seventy one in London former Beatle Paul McCartney and his wife Linda on the keyboards. Now, the reason I decided to go with a wing song today, Paul McCartney was knighted by the Queen 20 years ago today. Mm. Whoa, cool. Well, after the Beatles' breakup in 1970, McCartney recorded two albums. Now, he had insisted from the beginning of his marriage with Linda that she should be involved in his music projects so they did not have to be apart when he was on tour. Well, she was not a musician. She was a photographer, but in a couple of years, she learned how to play the keyboards, and Wings became a thing. They go on tour. They took their children with them on tour. It was a family road show. Uh, on tour with them? Damn. The band lasted 10 years. In 95, unfortunately, uh, Linda McCartney, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. She passed away three years later. And she and Paul were married the entire time, 29 years together. Seven studio albums, 24 top 40 hits. And four. this is their fourth of six number ones, and this is from their fifth album, Wings at the Speed of Sound. <laughs> oh, God. I just, no, I don't know. See, I just, I think... I think wings are a little cheesy, and I think they were big because Paul McCartney. Well, they ain't big because of whoever the hell's drumming. I'll tell you that much right now. Oh, wings. Well, Paul wrote this song in response to something John Lennon said right after, or a little after the uh, the Beatles broke up and the wings, they started making some music. And he said what? John Lennon claimed that the only songs that Paul wrote for the Beatles were, quote, silly love songs. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. John has a point. Oof. Oof. So. They're bubblegum 1964, 65 love songs. 
they were a bit silly, but it worked back then. That was the thing back then. I want to hold your hand. That's it. Um, I'll say this. <laughs> Paul McCartney doesn't take no junk from nobody. If some guy's like, yeah, Paul McCartney stinks, he writes a song about it and it, it goes to number one. He doesn't even care. If somebody says, even if it's John Lennon, he's like, oh, silly little love song, huh? So when it comes to the wings, it's just wings. That's not the wings. <laughs> when it comes to wings, the wings, I love them. When it comes to the wings, I'm a drums guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Down it. Down it. <laughs> but I would imagine Where, we think of the dad joke alert for that uh, one. Uh, Father's Day's coming up. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sure, uh, go when ahead. it comes to Wings, this is probably not the first song you think of, but this was, by the numbers, their most successful song. Billboard named it the number one song in 1978, or 76, rather. My favorite thing about this song, though, is what is that it was featured in the very, very, very first episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> Carlton Banks, played by Alfonso Ribeiro. Awesome. Host of Catch-21. Yes. It's a great joke. He sings it in the shower. Go ahead and kill this, Sage. I'm going to play it from my side here. Here's Alfonso or Carlton singing silly love songs in the first episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Some people seem to think you're pretty love silly love songs. <laughs> I look around me and I see <laughs> <laughs> that was the episode. If you remember the first one, it's, you know, they're having some sort of party and Carlton's getting ready for it. Meanwhile, Will's already in his jacket. He wear, what's like the belt that kind of goes around the waist? A cummerbund? <laughs> he wore it across his chest or around his chest. <laughs> I loved that show. Oh, so good. Oh, uh, and then, oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I had nothing else. I did that. I saw a clip today of when Uncle Phil goes up against the pool hustler. And he's like, oh. Jeffrey, bust out Lucille. And he pulls it. He's like he's eating a sandwich. and hit the, Oh, my God. I love that show. <laughs> um, I want to say, as we as we start to learn more about Prospect Trey, he's a big-time movie or music buff. He has a knowledge that's that he's, he's older than his 20 years as far as music uh, opinions and knowledge. And so I can see him. Really steaming mad at you about Wings. Okay. And I want to say also, uh, loved the show Wings on NBC. It's a great, great show. Ah. Travion, is this true? You know your music? You know your movies? Do you know your TV shows? He's been over here giving his opinions while while you've been that hot seat right there. Dude, he's going to come at you. Well, here's what's going to happen. I think you just go by Trey. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Travion. Travion. I think Trey. Travion's a great name. Trey Day. Trey Day. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think we need to put that knowledge to the test. Oh. Oh. Because we are off tomorrow, but Wednesday or Thursday, you know what th- Thursday means. That means do they know it, hosted yeah. by Big Steve. If he really knows his stuff. Oh, boy. I think we need to put him to the test. We'll work it out. I don't know how that's going to work out. Maybe put him on the team with Sage or something. Well, Maybe at I'll that point, out. it would be even teams. Wouldn't it? Three on three. Mm, 
No. Would it not? Oh, it'd it would be three be. on two. Oh, yeah, you're right. It'd be, just be five of us. So I forgot Steven We're going to need play. some. I'm going to tell you, we're going to need some help. We might need to go three versus two. Trey Day is the real deal. Or 4v1. 4v1 versus Trey. Yes. <laughs> yeah! And really just slam it. You know what I mean? Like just, and then when he gets one wrong, turn the buzzer up even a little bit. Like, like in his ears. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, Sage. We're going to make this happen. You're, you're going to be here Thursday. Or, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, Troy, Trey, you'll be here Thursday. I'm getting everybody mixed up. Troy, Trey. I'm uh, all flustered. Sage. I'm so excited for this now because. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think he's kind of full of it. No, he doesn't know exactly what, we need what to he's do talking is give about. him an hour to dissertate why Wings is good. <laughs> yeah, just give him a full no, hour. I'll give him a microphone right now. He can tell us in a short amount of time why Wings. I'm not saying they're a bad band. I just think they're not amazingly good. So hook him up here. I'll give you a few seconds here, Travion, to tell us why Wings are good. Sage doesn't know what she's doing. She's been here two years. <laughs> Look, wrong mic. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Go ahead. So wings are very underrated because they, within their short time span, which was less than 10 years from the early 70s to the late 70s, they not only like showed a really diverse range from their early stuff to their later stuff, but they really, I mean, their top 40s just kind of show for it. I think they... Paul McCartney is very underrated when it comes to just his songwriting ability in terms of just it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. We'll give you more I than think, five I seconds. I think John is the better like out of the solo out of the Beatles. John has the stronger catalog, but Paul's definitely underrated. Who's your favorite Beatle when it comes to singer? Who's the best singer? I think Paul's a better singer than John. Would you consider George Harrison? See, he's a good singer, but I don't think he's as strong as the other guys. See, he's my favorite singer <laughs> in the Beatles. My favorite. Which is, it's a hot take. Yeah, yeah for sure. My favorite is uh, Mick Jagger. <laughs> 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 the Beatles say, yeah, whatever. From Pink Floyd. Yeah, I love Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elton Sage. John from Pink Floyd. We, we just got a couple of minutes. Let's try to squeeze in and ask us yeah. anything question before we go. So go uh, ahead. You're trapped in the last TV show that you watched for the next 24 hours. How's it going for you? Does a game show count? Yeah. It would be match game. I watched it in the office today. You're good. Troy? Bl- that'd be amazing, by the way. Talk about hilarious people. <laughs> for 24 straight hours, dude, that'd be good. <laughs> I don't know how many times I'd get kissed. But... Yeah. Hey-o. Troy, what's the last TV show you watched? It would have been this morning on the show. Uh, yeah, except it was CNN, so, it, um, <laughs> you know. You're like, all right, I've heard the same story 15 times. Sajay? Um, I think the last thing I watched was Obi-Wan. I was getting into Obi-Wan, so I guess I'm in Kenobi? the Star Wars universe. Yeah, they made a Star Wars Obi-Wan show. Does so- Travion have one? He can get in there. My The last show I've watched? Yes. yes. Um... He doesn't have cable. I don't. I don't even count. have the internet right now. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, I was first 48, so I'm dead. So <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're off tomorrow. Back on Thursday. We start the gamies on Thursday.